0: Welcome back. Let's take a look at some live feedback examples for our compare and contrast essay. This is our second writing assignment where I'm asking you to take a look at uh, home English and academic English. So again, here are three real student examples from uh, some of my former students who have given me permission to make use of them. Again, I will put all of these in with my comments and edits as PDFs uh, in this course for you to take a look at. So the purpose of this assignment is to have you uh, compare and contrast home and academic English using points of comparison. Now, when I did this essay in a my face-to-face class, we uh, read a lot of supplemental reading, so a lot of short stories. So you're going to see uh, short stories like "Mother Tongue." That's a that's a story by Amy Tan. Um, you're going to see. Uh, a bunch of short stories cited in here that are not included in this iTunes U course because of copyright issues, but I would encourage you to go find them um, and make use of them as you can. Uh, 11 is another one, I Just Want to Be Average by Mike Rose, Uh, Salvation by Langston Hughes. There are a number. So let's get started with our first one here. Uh, right off the bat, I have a problem with this with this introduction, and it's this first sentence. And this this is an important point to realize. Um, this is a problematic phrase, I believe. There is no need for you in your essay to tell me what you're going to do, um, especially saying something like "I am going to." <clears throat> Just get to it. Don't don't tell me what you're going to do. Remember in an introduction you want to funnel us down to your thesis statement so you want to draw on the reader. Uh, Telling the reader that you're going to do something isn't necessarily appealing. Um, If you take a look at this essay there are definitions of academic and home English right here in the introduction which is uh, similar to how all three of these essays did it. They defined uh, academic and home English first. Uh, There isn't really a clear thesis here. I'm not really sure at the end of this introduction what this essay is going to be about other than this first sentence which is perhaps the beginning of a thesis statement and it is misplaced. So as we as we go on through I highlighted what I thought were the points of comparison. Uh, This one isn't super clear. Is setting the first point of comparison. So I, I question that. Um we have a number of words, a number of words and phrases here that need some clarity and some clarification. Uh, so here this student is talking about, I half say my words. I kind of understand what she's saying there, but uh, again, it's not clear. And the problem with this second paragraph is that the point of comparison is is not really clear. She's not super clear what ground she is comparing these two versions of English. Uh, moving on, the second point of comparison is very clear, mechanics. And she goes on to describe it uh, pretty nicely using personal examples as well as uh, one story that we read in class here is something that I want you to take a look at Uh, she says here academically I pay attention to punctuation my question is why so when we we want to get at the heart of the difference here and by answering that question why you'll be able to get at the heart of the difference between Uh, academic and home English when it comes to mechanics. So why in an academic setting is paying attention to punctuation necessary? And again she references a story here uh, which is 11. Uh, Third point of comparison is purpose and it is pretty clear uh, what that is. She uses a couple different stories. I just want to be average. That is by Mike Rose. She doesn't put the full title in here and Salvation by Langston Hughes. Uh, she did an okay job with this point of comparison. The, the example doesn't really fit. Uh, if, you, if you take the time to look up Langston Hughes' Salvation, and you could find it readily available online. It's a relatively short uh, story. The story really is about issues around audience and issues around being accept, accepting what people tell us to do. Uh, So I'll leave it up to you to go find the story. It's a fantastic story. I'd encourage you to go find it. She misses the point here a little bit, so I'm concerned about that. Uh, Fourth point of comparison, setting. So the setting that you're in determines which version of English to use. And she references a short story here by Alice Walker, The Place Where I Was Born. And she talks about her own life and how she's in different settings. She uses different versions of of, uh, English. And the fifth point of comparison isn't super clear. I'm assuming it's usage, uh, when to use it. I'm a little concerned that that can be folded into the fourth point of comparison. So I'm not super uh, thrilled with this point of comparison. She does make some interesting, uh, some interesting connections to stories. an essay called Spanglish that discusses the, uh, the merging of English and Spanish and another essay me talk pretty one day by david sedaris um, where david sedaris is writing about his time in france learning french um so she did an okay job with that point of comparison with those examples i i would probably fold that into the fourth point of comparison i would put setting and usage uh together um so in her conclusion she does something that is uh, very commonly done in this essay, and that is she begins to pass a judgment on one over the other. So she says, if I had to choose academic or home English, I would choose them both. Well, you know, that's not really what we're doing in this essay. I'm not asking you to pass a value judgment, and this essay is definitely not a pro-con essay. It is where you compare both uh, and leave it up to the reader the audience to determine the value Uh, so taking a look at the point scale here uh, for purpose and direction uh, I think she knew where she was going and it was pretty clear so I give her a 9 out of 10 on that the thesis was a little messy the introduction was a little disappointing so I I took some points off that Uh, the definitions were okay Uh, I, I wish she would have said a little bit more about the assumptions that come along with the definitions her points of comparison uh out of 20 points I'll give her a 15 again the fourth and the fifth one I think could have could have merged and she struggled a little bit with some of the examples a few mechanical errors especially around uh the short story titles uh she w- those were mostly incomplete uh so out of 60 points this essay is a 45 out of 60 and i'll do the math for you it's about a 75 percent which is right right in the middle of a c Uh, so that is our first example and again i'll have this pdf available for you to take a look at let's look at our second one and this one does a little bit of a better job but again i have a problem right off the bat uh this student asserts that english has one of the largest vocabularies in the world in, in, in any language and lots of words mean the same thing i'm not sure that that's true and i'm not sure that this that you can prove that that's true it it just seems like a bizarre uh setup to the essay what 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 point does the fact that english has a large vocabulary and lots of words that mean the same thing. Uh, what point does that serve? I'm not I'm not entirely sure. So I would question that. Here are his definitions, and uh, he does a pretty good job of latching on to the actual definition and the uh, the uh, connotation of the definition. Here's something that I, I deleted, and if you look in the margin here, this student actually wrote ETC for etc. And I see this a lot in my essays, and I would highly warn you against this. Get rid of it. it. It it It's another meaningless phrase. It's fine to use in conversation in some situations, but it doesn't really make sense in an essay. So anytime you feel tempted to use that word, etc., just finish the thought. Etc. is meant to drag on your thought. Uh, just finish the thought. I like the, the-, the thesis here, and... Uh, One method of a thesis statement here is to be very specific about what you will discuss in the essay. And we see that this student sets it up early on. Mechanics, purpose, and audience. Those are the three points of comparison that this student is setting up. So I am already anticipating these three. I'm already anticipating these three in this order. So first I want to hear mechanics, the way this is set up. Second I want to hear purpose, and then audience. So let's see if that that plays out. And in fact, the first point of comparison here is mechanics. And he does a pretty good job of discussing uh, the difference uh, the differences in mechanics between academic and home English. Again, making use of a lot of the readings that we read in class. And I would encourage you to try to find these readings. Most of them are accessible online. But again, because, because of copyright issues, I cannot include them in this course. Um, so the first boarding comparison was was pretty good. Good discussion. Lots of good examples from, uh, from the readings. He doesn't really use examples from his own life. So he's relying mostly on the readings. Second point of comparison is purpose. So let's go back to the thesis statement. We expect purpose to be second. Yep, and there it is. So he's doing a good job following his own forecast. Again, using a ton of... Uh, reading examples, uh, some of the same examples that he used previously, but he's doing a pretty good job, and he references a couple new ones here, um, no, no, no problem with that, a small error here, um, some small issues, third point of comparison is audience, and it takes him a little while to get there, there's there's a little bit of a, a longer hook here, and um, I, I would maybe tell this student be a little more clear that this is your point of comparison early um audience is a big one audience is a huge point of comparison and i i wish that this student would have made it uh first in the essay and would have discussed it at length so you see it's a it's a fairly small paragraph that he has here there are a lot of complications with audience and a lot of references that he could have brought in into this into this essay Uh, The conclusion, he does a pretty good job of staying neutral in the conclusion. And let's take a look at how I would score this. I think one concern with this essay is that there there are no personal examples. He uses a lot of examples from the readings that we read in class, uh, which is fine. uh, But I would like to see some personal examples as well. Um, So purpose and direction, I think it was very clear early on what he was doing. uh, And he fulfilled the assignment uh thesis and the intro thesis was good the introduction again with that awkward phrase um in the beginning and uh about the the large vocabulary and language i, I take a point off for that um his, he has his definitions and they are pretty good overall uh Points of examples and points of comparison and examples. He does a really good job. I took a couple points off because there aren't really many personal examples, and while that's fine, I think there is no way to really discuss this issue without talking about personal examples. Uh, so this student really relied mostly on the on the readings and was detached a little bit. So total score fifty four out of sixty. Again, I'll do the math. It's about a 90%, uh, which is right on the border of an A and a B. Uh, Technically, 90% is an A as far as I'm concerned, but it's right on the border. This essay could easily go to a B, I think. Um, So that is our second example for compare and contrast. And finally, our third example. Uh this one is much better. This one is much more comprehensive. In fact, it might go a little overboard. Um the introduction is interesting. It you know, it it tries to grab the reader's attention here by talking very uh generally about language and communication and then eventually boils down to two types of English. Um I think he could have given a little bit more attention to the uh connotative definitions in here and some of the assumptions that come along with it. Uh, His thesis is pretty clear uh, right here and I want you to take a look at that thesis. What do you expect to read in the rest of the essay? That's what a thesis does for you as the reader. We expect to hear similarities and differences. Note that the difference between this essay and the last is that this student did not list out the points of comparison and that is fine as well uh, so this this student starts off again with mother Mother tongue was a popular story. Um, I think his first point in comparison here is usage, so he talks about um, the different types of English and in, in relation to how they are used um, and does a pretty good job there. Second point of comparison he speaks specifically about rules, and he talks about a couple. Uh, examples here from the reading rules in relation to academic and home English. Not very many uh, examples so far from his own life. Again, relying mostly on the readings. Um, here he has a he uses Langston Hughes' "Salvation" as a, an example to rules, um, and it's an interesting interpretation of the story. Again, take a look. Google Google this. Uh, short story. You'll find it fairly quickly. Um, this is an interesting example, and he, I think, he does a pretty good job. An interesting take on the on the story. Third point in comparison: pronunciation. Honestly, I'm not thrilled with this one. I, I think it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little choppy. It's a little awkward. I'm not sure what the point of uh, pronunciation is here. Maybe. The larger point. I mean, it's it's fine the way it is, but I would challenge the student. Maybe what's really happening in this paragraph is that we are perceived differently depending on which language we use, and maybe that's getting at the heart of the pronunciation issue. Um, so I question him a little bit on that. Um, fourth point of comparison: audience. Again, another huge one that is uh, that is discussed fairly. Uh, limitedly here, no personal examples, but uh, an example from one story, what means switch. Um, So I would like to see a little bit more of a discussion there and some personal examples. Uh, Purpose is another big one, and this is the uh, first student to discuss purpose. And he relies mostly on Mike Rose's I just want to be average. Um, He does a pretty good job with that discussion, and he also talks about Alice Walker's uh The Place Where I Was Born. That one I believe you can find online as well. Uh take a look at that one. It's it's pretty uh pretty short and uh user-friendly. Um so this student did a pretty good job on this essay. I have a couple a couple uh issues, a couple concerns. Purpose and direction, very clear. He was clearly fulfilling the assignment, knew what was going on. I really enjoyed the thesis and the introduction. I think it set up for a good essay. Definitions, could have had a little bit more on the, uh, the assumptions that come along with the version of language. I challenged him a little bit on the uh, points of comparison and some of the examples. Again, no, no personal examples, which is a little bit of a concern, um, relied mostly on the, on the readings as examples. Um so I took a few points off there. So out of 60 this student scored a 56 out of 60 and that equates to about a 93 which is clearly an A uh for this essay. So that is our third compare and contrast uh example. Again, I'll include this PDF for you to download, take a look at. Again, use these examples not just as things uh, examples to follow but examples to not follow in some areas Uh, so take a look at the places where these students struggled and my comments and make use of that as you write your drafts and as you assess yourself